You're listening to Expat Property Story, a podcast in which I share my story to smooth the way for you to have your own Expat Property Story. Hello there. If you're listening to this episode 58 on its day of release, it's Boxing Day, the second day of Christmas. Hot on the heels of yesterday's first instalment in our mini season of bite-sized podcast portions to keep you entertained until 2023. Yesterday, some of my lovely previous guests shared their favourite resources for property investors as Christmas gifts. And for the rest of this mini-season, I'll be reviewing my top 10 property books for expat investors. Much like our mini-season on tax a few months ago, the episodes will be released daily. So today we're starting with number 10 on my list, and tomorrow we'll feature number 9, etc, etc, until we reach the grand finale in episode 68 with my number 1 favourite book for expat property investors. Now, since this is the first episode, I want to begin by announcing right from the start that this list will not feature Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Fine book that it is, but if you listen to other property podcasts, and I hope that you do, I don't think there's anything I can add to what's already been said about Robert Kiyosaki's book. But the basic concept is that if you want to be rich, you should concentrate on acquiring some income-generating assets, and if you want to be poor, then concentrate on acquiring income-sapping liabilities. While I'm here, however, I must admit that when I read this book many years ago, well before my expat property story began, and I probably ought to say this quietly, but I didn't really like it. In the same way that I don't really like Grant Cardone or Gary Vaynerchuk or any of those loud, brash tub thumpers who seem to be saying, hey, look at me, you too can be like me, and here are my bank details. But before I stray too far away from books, I do appreciate the concepts behind Mr. Kiyosaki's books in that everyone should learn financial literacy. And if you do want to read one of his books, I'd actually suggest Cashflow Quadrant as a better option. Cashflow Quadrant splits people into four categories, employees, self-employees, business owners and investors. The basic premise is that the greatest freedom comes from owning a business where other people do the work for you or being an investor whereby you use money to make more money. Anyway, today's mini episode features two authors in equal 10th place who have at least three things in common. No prizes for guessing the first one. They've obviously both written books about property. And secondly, they both have property podcasts. And finally, they've both been guests on Expat Property Story. I am, of course, talking about Rob Dix, my guest from episode one, and Richard Brown, who appeared in episode 34. And they have one other thing in common. They've also both recently written books about finance. Let's start with Rob Dix's book, which is called The Price of Money, How to Prosper in a Financial World That's Rigged Against You. Now, as I was saying, Robert Kiyosaki often talks about the importance of financial literacy, and Rob Dix's book is just that, as it offers a high-level overview of the financial system. It's kind of like an introduction to economics for those whose eyes glaze over when things get too technical. Guess I'm talking about myself here. What I like about this book is it's jargon-free and it also gives us an insight into what's happening now and how we got to where we are right now with superinflation and eye-wateringly high interest rates making property investing even more tricky than ever. Spoiler alert, most of it is down to quantitative easing, or QE, which is basically the government printing money and giving it away, making it worth less than it was before. And it all goes back to 1971 when the US stopped pegging the dollar to the price of gold. And if you want to know any more, then I suggest you invest in Rob's book, The Price of Money. 
Richard Brown's book is equally useful. It's called The Complete Guide to Property Finance, Toolbox of 50 Financing Solutions Beyond Buy to Let. And I would say it's more of a reference book as it details all the different funding options available to property investors from traditional long-term lending to more sophisticated strategies such as purchase lease options, delayed completion and even vendor finance. I'm sure you've heard lots of people saying that if you're serious about property, sooner or later, you're going to run out of your own funds to invest. And my wife and I are getting close to that point ourselves, which is one of the reasons I invested in Richard's book. And there are actually a couple of chapters on seeking private finance, both from friends and family and from more sophisticated investors too, which is something that we're looking to do early next year as we find more deals that will provide a win-win situation for everyone as we'd rather give our money to an expat property story listener than a soulless, faceless bank. So Richard's book is equally useful for beginners as it is for those of us wanting to move to the next level of property investment, and the inclusion of case studies makes it all the more readable. My favourite chapter is the last one, which is all about the importance of a money mindset. Richard goes through the eight different archetypal money characters identified in another book called Money Magic by Deborah Price. The characters are the innocent, the victim, the warrior, the martyr, the fool, the creator, the tyrant, and the magician. Some of these characters are helpful and some are not, and Richard highlights that we often allow some of these different characters to take control of our mindset at different times. I won't say more than that, but if this is of interest to you, then you can follow the link I've put in the show notes to both of the books featured on today's show. So, in equal 10th place, in my top 10 must-have books for expat UK property investors are The Price of Money, How to Prosper in a Financial World That's Rigged Against You by Rob Dix and The Complete Guide to Property Finance, Toolbox of 50 Financing Solutions Beyond Buy to Let. And you don't need to wait long to find out which book sits at number 9 on my list as this mini-series is daily. So if you're in the habit of tuning in in the middle of the week to listen to each episode, and you haven't got around to following the show on Spotify or pressing the small plus icon on Apple Podcasts, then do that now so that each and every episode goes direct to whichever listening device you choose to use. Thanks for listening, and as ever, if you know someone who could benefit from the information on offer in this or any other episode, then share the show to spread the word. You've been listening to Expat Property Story.